You're listening to Mornings with Erica and Bridget here on Moody Radio 89.3. Well, we all have experienced disappointment in relationships, and sometimes we can wonder, is it even possible to have enduring positive relationships in our homes, our work, our communities? We're taking a look at the biblical book of Philemon to find the answer to those questions. That's where the connection code goes. It's written by Bible teacher and pastor, Dr. O.S. Hawkins. Dr. Hawkins, thank you again for joining us and for writing a book on one of the smallest books of the Bible. Thanks for being here. Yeah, only 25 verses there in uh, the little letter that Paul wrote to Philemon. But it's a case study in the art of building positive and productive relationships. You know, everything in life's about relationships. And so it's a part of the code series we've done. It's about 12 of them now, starting with the Joshua Code, 52 scripture verses every believer should know. I believe there are 52 verses in the Bible. Every believer ought to know. That's the Joshua Code, the Jesus Code, those 52 scripture questions every believer ought to answer. And on and on and on through the code series. Uh, and we're thrilled, Bridget, to say, you know, they've sold over three million copies and all the royalties go to Mission Dignity, which supports retired pastors and their widows living at the poverty level. So we're mm-hmm. so grateful for that. And this one, the connection code is it's some advice from Philemon on building these positive relationships. Wow. I mean, you've got 200 and some odd pages out of 25 verses. So there must be a lot here. One of the words that you pull out is the word reconciliation. How do we see that in Philemon, and how important is that for us as believers? Yeah, you know, the whole story is about uh, uh, just in a in a 30-second capsule. Paul was on a missionary journey, went through a city called Colossae, won a, won a wealthy entrepreneur by the name of Philemon <clears throat> to the Lord. And uh, Paul continued, left, went on his missionary journeys, and Philemon, uh, so captured by Christ, started a church in his home, Paul then was later, he was incarcerated in Rome, in prison. Philemon had a, had, a, had a servant by the name of Onesimus. He ripped him off and ran off to the bright lights of the big city. And I don't know what happened, but he got thrown in jail himself in the same cell with Paul. Paul leads Onesimus to Christ. Onesimus' life's transformed. He's got to go back now to Philemon, make amends. And so Paul writes this letter to Philemon, and he's going to drop a bomb on him, and he's going to tell him to receive him back like he would receive himself. And the first thing he does, and one of the most powerful things in, in relationships, is Paul reaches out to Philemon with a pat on the back, a word of affirmation. After his salutation, he says, Philemon, your love has given me great hope and encouragement because you, brother, have refreshed the hearts of the saints. You know, as a pastor, guys, I, I got lots of mail. And when I'd get a, a lot of some of it was blasting you on Sunday, but I got a letter and the first sentence says, man, you're lo- you're you're you've given me such hope and encouragement. You've refreshed my heart. Man, it makes me want to perk up and listen. <laughs> and this is what Jesus did. He went around affirming people. And, you know, some of our listeners right now, driving down 95 or wherever they are, there's some of them hadn't had a word of affirmation in years. And it's such a powerful thing in relationships. Everybody I know needs a pat on the back. And so I, I hope somebody will find someone. And, and, and we don't have time in this interview, but we go into how to really 
do meaningful affirmation to others. And every, every, every kid needs to know the teacher believes in him. Every athlete needs to know the coach believes in him. Every, every son or daughter needs to know mom or dad believe in him. So affirmation is so powerful. Well, because it's so crucial, let, let us take a minute and maybe give us an example of one way we can show affirmation to those around us today. Yeah, that's, you know, when you're, when you're, when you're uh, uh, eating lunch today, maybe a busboy does a great service. Just re- reach back and give them a pat on the back or just a smile and some word of affirmation to someone at a toll booth or anywhere along the, the line. You know, uh, <clears throat> when Jesus was baptized, this is what the Father did. Remember, he spoke from heaven and he said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. He reached out and gave him a word of affirmation. Jesus met a woman about to be stone for adultery and uh and reached down patted her on the back and he she, and, and he said listen i don't condemn you but go and sin no more and she followed him all the way to the cross so there there's uh there i had a high school teacher guys that that changed the way i thought about myself my english teacher hardest teacher in the school she changed the way i thought about myself with one simple pat on the back, let me know she believed in me. So it has a dynamic effect. You know, a big word that's being kicked around in our house recently is sovereign. Um, and, and we see that here. You, you talk about a teacher that that pats you on the back. We see Paul uh, in a prison cell with Onesimus. These things don't happen by accident. They are all part of God's sovereign plan, aren't they? A hundred percent. And they're and, and they're intentional. You know, <clears throat> life is about relationships. And everybody listening to us right now, every single one of us, there, there are only three relationships in life. And this is what the book of the book is about. There are only three relationships in life. We have an outward expression. That's the relationship we have with each other. At the office, at home, at church, in the social arena, at school. We're made to connect with each other. At the end of every great creative act, God spoke. And he said, That's good. He made the the stars, he said, that's good. He made the plant life. He said, that's good. He made the animal life. He said, that's good. He divided the sea and land. He said, that's good. Finally, he made man. And he said something else. He said, that's not good. He said, not good. What? It's not good for man to be alone. We're made to connect with each other in these outward relationships. Then there's a second relationship. That's the relationship we have with ourselves. We get up in the morning, look in the mirror and shave or put on makeup if we're if we do that, and and <clears throat> and we have a relationship with ourselves, and much of what goes wrong in outward relationships is just projecting what's going on inside us. But there's one other relationship. It's an awesome thought, and it's what creates a, it separates us from all the other created order, and that is we have the capacity. Just think about it to enter into an upward relationship with God through Jesus Christ and know Him in the intimacy of father and child. And so, what's the bottom line? We are never going to be properly related to each other until we're properly related to ourselves. And that's never going to happen until we find our self-worth in Christ. That's what Paul said. Christ in me is the hope of glory and come into a proper relationship with God so that we can transfer the love of Christ in, in, in interpersonal relationships to each other. And in a nutshell, that's what all of life is about. Mm. We are talking with Dr. O.S. Hawkins, who is the author of The Connection Code, Relationship Advice for from Philemon. Now, it's true that, unfortunately, there are going to be um, something that happens in a relationship where there's going to be need for that restoration or need for right. forgiveness. We don't don't have all that much time, but can you help us know how do we rebuild after trust has been broken? 
Well, in any broken relationship, there are basically two part, two parties. There's an offending party and an offended party. Someone whose major offense brought about the tear in the relationship. So two things have to happen. There has to be a truly repentant heart on the part of the offending party. Not just being remorseful, not being sorry they did it. The rich young ruler went away remorseful but didn't re repent. Not just regret, say, man, I wish I hadn't done that. That's not repentance. Pontius Pilate regretted what he did, washed his hands and what. Not just reform, I'm going to try to do better. No, Judas took the 30 pieces of silver back to the Repentance is that change of mind that affects our change of volition, that affects our change of action. So there must be a truly repentant part, heart on that part. But on the offended party, there must be a truly receptive heart that forgives and, and is able to move on from there. And you know, in, as pastor for decades, when I saw relationships that never got mended, it, most of them were not because the offending party wasn't truly repentant. It was because that offended party just could not bring themselves to forgive and come to a place of beginning again. So it's very important. Forgiveness is the key. But one other quick thing is accountability. We all need accountability. Paul concludes the letter by saying, hey, get the guest room ready for me. I'm going to come by. Well, man, when Philemon read that, he said, uh-oh, he's going to come by and check up on me. <laughs> and so we need accountability in our own personal relationships. Wow, there is a lot to a very small book, and mm -hmm. we're just scratching the surface. And uh, The Connection Code by uh, Dr. O.S. Hawkins is what we've been talking about, and it's looking at the book of Philemon. You could read the book in probably, what, seven minutes or less, but this book really digs right. deeper into what is there and how it can really affect our relationships. And what, right. what final word would you say about the importance uh, that we should have when it comes to, obviously, the relationship you talked about we have with outwardly ourselves, but then also the relationship we have with others? Why is that so important for us to consider? Well, because that's what life is about. God made us to connect with each other. And, and the most important connection of all is that relationship with Jesus Christ, who, who puts the love of Christ in our hearts and helps us uh, love you know the last you know he, he gave a one time someone said Jesus what's the greatest commandment of all remember what he said love your neighbor as you love yourself that's a hard for some people because they don't have much self-worth or self-love but the night before he was crucified remember what he said he said a new commandment give I unto you that you love one another no longer as you love yourself as I have loved you and so that's the key to relationships is a relationship with Jesus Christ so that his love in us is able to manifest itself through us so that we love others. As he said, as I have loved you selflessly, sacrificially, sanctifyingly. And that's a whole other subject. But anybody that wants more information, you can go to OSHawkins.com. There are hundreds of free resources there. A lot of my older books are free book downloads there. But all the information about all the code books is there at oshawkins.com. Yeah, and we have a link at our website, ericandbridget.org. Oh, excellent. There's, a, like you said, the Joshua Code, the Jesus Code, the James Code. You can find out more about that. And again, many of his resources. And I see even a tap for Susie. She's got some resources there, too. She, she's got a, she's, she is, she is amazing. She's amazing. <laughs> well, you and can does. check she it. Does. Yeah, you can check it all out there at oshawkins.com, which we've got a link at ericandbridget.org. All right. Thank you for your time and this morning. Eric and Bridget, th yeah. thank you for having me. And also, my heart is down there at First Baptist Church, and I'm rejoicing. 
at the new life and fresh wind of the Spirit that's blowing through there now. The church is being filled again. David Hughes is such doing such an incredible job downtown Fort Lauderdale, and we just uh, owe a lot of our lives to the to the work of Christ in 15 years in that place where we planted our lives. Love South Florida mm-hmm. and love your station, and thank you for the privilege of being with you. Well, oh, we'll yeah. have to do it again I for was gonna, sure. There's a lot of other uh, other of these resources that we could check out and uh, talk about. I think they're just scratching the surface well, of I'm, I'm ready. Just give me a call. <laughs> okay. Sounds good, Doctor Owis Hawkins. Again, you can find out all the info. We've got a link to his webpage at Eric and Bridget. 